you're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. If you'd like to learn more about the Bearded Theologians, you can go online at beardedtheologians.com, where we have past podcasts, blogs, and a couple items for sale. So check us out, beardedtheologians.com. Thank you for listening, and enjoy this week's show. Listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold, and today we have a, a very special guest with us, a longtime friend of the podcast, a longtime listener, first time caller, right? <laughs> right on. We have we have the Reverend Mark Calhoun, who is uh, district superintendent of the Wyoming district of the Mountain Sky Conference, uh, which is near and dear to me because that's where I serve, uh, and half of my well, all of my job is serving with Mark. Uh, but half of it serving really closely with them. And so, man, Mark, we're glad to have you here and, and know that you've been a, an avid listener over the years and, and super glad to have you have you on. And uh, I mean, I said a little bit about you, but would you introduce yourself to our, our listeners? Who, who are you? Where are you from? What, you, what do you do? You bet. Thanks, uh, friends. It's great to great to be with you all uh, today. Like, uh, like you mentioned, I uh, listen to the podcast. I do quite a bit of traveling as a district superintendent, so have uh, ample opportunity to uh, to listen to you guys as I make my way down the road and listen and re-listen and rewind. And so I appreciate all that you guys do. It's certainly good to be uh, be with both of you uh, today. I actually grew up uh, here in Wyoming and uh, grew up. I'm actually living and have served in my hometown. Uh, served at the church here in Lander, Wyoming for the past eight years and uh, have just been in this district superintendent role uh, for the state of Wyoming, the Wyoming district for uh, the last year and just a couple of couple of months. So grew up here in Lander, Wyoming, went to college a couple of years, University of Wyoming, Laramie County Community College in Cheyenne and went off to uh, to Kansas, didn't grow up going to church necessarily uh, as I was uh, going through my school years here in Lander, but uh, once I got to Wichita, seems like everybody in the Midwest goes to church, and so uh, that was certainly the case for my wife and I, and so uh, we spent 20 years, uh, just about 20 years in Wichita. I was in a different career before I went to seminary, really got involved in the life of the church in Wichita Methodist Church and uh, since to call to ministry went to seminary and uh, when I graduated to seminary wanted to come back this direction and so I was fortunate to come back and be appointed to a church in northwest Montana so I served there for four years before uh, getting invited by the bishop at the time to come back to my hometown to Lander uh, where I served as the pastor for for eight years. So certainly uh, enjoy this new role and enjoy having the opportunity to support and encourage pastors and churches and work my way uh, around the state. We have 38 churches here in the Wyoming district. So certainly enjoy that. Absolutely. And um, what I love about it is you, you and I come from really similar places. We didn't grow up dreaming about being pastors, right? <laughs> about being in ministry. Uh, and, and I think that's one of the reasons why we work well together and enjoy working with you uh, in those ways. Um, but it also gives us a ooh, shoot, interesting perspective. Uh, this month, we're talking about Pastor Appreciation Month. Uh, we traditionally uh, recognize that in the month of October. 
and wanted to get a handful of, of experiences from folks who are in just different areas of the church and who, who maybe grew up in the church or didn't grow up in the church and have found ourselves in these positions, right, uh, with this calling. And so, Mark, we just wanted to invite you on and, and have you share a little bit about your experiences um, with pastor appreciation and how people and churches and communities have appreciated you, but also, you know, a little bit of your work um, working with pastors now directly and how uh, that appreciation comes through in all of those ways. You bet. And thanks for engaging this topic uh, for several weeks here. I think it's an important and valuable topic. When you first mentioned the uh, invitation uh, to come on with you guys, my my initial thought went to sort of the balance and the dynamic of overall appreciation, right, in our lives, how we uh, how we receive appreciation, how we extend appreciation, how we affirm one another, and what it feels like uh, when we're affirmed and and appreciated. And I think it's a it's a conscious element, right, of our uh, of our daily life and and how we interact and engage with others. And so I've certainly learned over time to uh, to try to be appreciative and to uh, affirm those that that I work with and uh, you know in the the setting of the church but also beyond that just how we're tapped in and connected to our to our communities and so always to try to be mindful of of sharing appreciation even if it's in a, a restaurant or uh, wherever it, it might be and so it's sort of this rhythm that that flows through our lives I think sometimes we uh do a good job of it. I think sometimes we need to, to work on a little bit, and especially uh, when it comes to our family and close friends, right, to be able to, to affirm and um, acknowledge and appreciate our, our friends and our family members and to be uh, outward about that uh, appreciation. Beyond that, a couple of things came to mind for me. I think one of the experiences uh, that I've had, well, this so Lander was my third church. I served at a church uh, in Polson, Montana, north northwest corner of um, northwest corner of Montana, and then I was a member for 17 years and served on staff as an associate pastor in Wichita, Kansas, at East Heights United Methodist Church. And so, certainly different experiences when it comes to pastoral staff. We had four pastors in the Wichita Church and. And the congregation was uh, affirming and supportive and uh, in many, many ways for us. The thing that, that strikes, strikes my memory is my experience in Polson. And we think of, we think of Pastor Appreciation Month as October, and, and I think it's helpful. And I'm glad that, that there's time set aside for uh, intentional appreciation. And, and the churches that I've served in, the, the folks in the churches have uh, certainly appreciated us with notes and cards and uh, I don't know about you guys but uh, being United Methodist pastor usually comes with food so uh, lots of lots of appreciation uh, along those lines had a had an experience when I was in northwest Montana it was a smaller church uh, really active lay folks a church that was really interested in vitality and having an impact on their community and uh, mostly 
mostly older folks in the church, an aging church, pretty typical of what we see across our denomination, but uh, had a certain sense of energy and and a couple handful of those folks, so anywhere from four to six, uh, they served on various committees, trustees, staff parish, um, but they they made an impact on my life quite frequently, you know, not limited to October, uh, just throughout the year, every month, they would come by my office or get a hold of me uh, on a Wednesday night. They'd come by on Thursday and pick me up and sort of outline an adventure for the day, you know, say, uh, bring, bring your hiking gear to the church or bring your ski equipment. It was a little more regular um, in the wintertime with the skiing. We didn't miss that. We went every Thursday and uh, that that to me felt like affirmation and appreciation and care, right? We, I don't know that we do do a really good job of caring for ourselves. I know some, some clergy, some pastors uh, do do a good job or better job than others, but at least in my ministry and over my life, it's, it's been something that, that I haven't really paid close attention to. So I've needed to have, uh, have those folks, um, you know, to be there and to to just invite me along for an excursion and some great opportunities. We were close to Glacier National Park. Like I said, we went skiing every every Thursday and just had incredible conversations on the chairlift and and at lunch we'd go on hikes in the nearby Mission Mountains and and that really felt like care and and appreciation and an affirmation, even though it always didn't come verbally, just their attention, I think, to to my care and well-being was uh, something that stood out to me. I think that's important, uh, Mark, that you lifted up that the idea of the congregation, um, you know, one of the ways that we can share uh, Thanksgiving is, is sharing ourselves and listening to hearing congregations uh, share themselves with you. Um that not only do we appreciate that opportunity, but it allows us to get to know the people too. And that, that can be kind of a reciprocal uh, um, shared experience. And one of the things I know I've leaned into, uh, particularly in these last two appointments is if you can help take care of me, I can take care of you way better. Um, And that, that doesn't have to be, you know, um, you know, that traditional gift of the, of the the money or whatever, um, but just simple, let me in and, you know, let me be a part of your life and, let me take a part of that joy. And, and, you know, there's, there's some peace that, uh, and relaxation that can come along with that. Um, and I think that that's important too, for our congregations to hear that. Um, I think sometimes when we think about pastor appreciation, we think of this big to do, or we think about like, you know, that I kind of have a love hate with this month that it's like, it has to be done this month. Uh, why can't it be something we embody throughout the whole year that when this rolls around, it's nothing, it doesn't, it's just who we are. Um, and that's, you know, that's always a fun thing to try to teach a congregation uh, that. <laughs> uh, and I think that that's where the, your role now as a district superintendent, you can help nurture those congregations uh, into doing that a little bit, you know, and understanding that better. And I think you'll, you, you have a great experience of understanding that. Uh, to share with um, local congregations as they figure out how to care for their pastor with all that's going on in the world. Yeah, no, I, and I, I love the invitation for them being intentional, especially in that church of just coming and getting you, right? Hey, we're going. 
uh, <laughs> we're going to go do this. Uh, I had similar experience when I was up in Montana. It was let, folks came and got me from time to time, but it was very much the encouragement to go. Please don't sit in your office. We live an hour and a half from Glacier, right? We live 15 minutes from the mountain. There's a reservoir 10 minutes away. Please go and be wherever you need to be. And if we need you, we'll find you, you know, uh, in the, the daily and weekly encouragement of, Hey, we saw your pictures on Facebook. We're glad you're enjoying it here. You know, that for me was very, uh, deep appreciation because all for a lot of my ministry, I heard the other side of the conversation of why weren't you in your office? What are you doing? You know, what are we paying you to do? Why aren't you here? Type of type of stuff. And it's like, well, I am. I'm just, I got to take a break. You know, can't do this seven days a week. Uh, I need some time to be with my family and, and to be with myself. And uh, yeah, those, those ways that people just encourage that space and time for you to be who you are. Uh, and I love, love that idea of people coming and picking you up and, and going. Uh, it's one that you and I've talked about quite a bit uh, over the last couple of years, but I, I, there's something significant in being together in those ways, like Matt said, and just letting, not only people letting you in, but us as pastors letting people in to see the fullness of who we are. Yeah, listening listening to that, you reminded me, you said the word reservoir, and I I... It just slipped my mind that that uh, that church in that town was on Flathead Lake, right? An incredible uh, freshwater lake in Montana. And so multiple times throughout the year in the summertime, we'd get an invitation to uh, to go take a friend church member's boat out and just to relax and and take in the environment and recover a little bit and, and get some energy back and walk along the shore. And a number of folks had had shorefront property where their houses were and just amazing places, lots of animals, lots of, lots of bears, lots of eagles, just lots of things to see. And so part of it was to be mindful. We live, uh, we live in incredible places and uh, just to be mindful wherever we're at, to take time to, to get out and, and appreciate uh, what, we, what we have. The other, the other thing that, that came to mind for me as an extension of the church, well, there's a couple things uh, that came to mind, but the first one was uh, what, it, uh, what it means to have as, as pastors, as church leaders, we're we're leaders within our congregations and in the Methodist tradition to the churches that we're appointed to. But as an extension, we, we get to pastor communities and we get connection within the community, uh, communities that we, we live, live in. We get connections on multiple levels through mission work and through outreach and engagement in community opportunities that unfold all around us. And so uh, as I was thinking about this, this pastor clergy appreciation that was one element that that came to mind beyond being uh, lifted up and affirmed by our congregations because all three of us are aware and and just of of the work right this work that we do and uh, the spectrum of emotions and the time uh, commitment and what it means to to have our batteries run low and so we have the the folks in the congregation and the church to affirm us and to, to help encourage us in the work that we do. Uh, but 
uh, beyond that, it's out in the community, right? And just to see people in the grocery store and to to hear on occasion those words, we appreciate all you do for for our community and uh, what you've done and and how you engage in the community. And so um, that's another level, right? And for for me, coming back to my hometown, uh, it was it's an interesting dynamic, right? Typically, when we go into a church setting, we have to learn a little bit about the culture and the context of a community and the, the nature of the church. And for me, uh, I I had the benefit of knowing about this culture and contact. Also, on uh, along the same lines, everybody knew about me, especially in high school. <laughs> and uh, so my when I got back here, my friends, you know, I'd see them out and about and tell them we're back and they say, well, what are you what are you doing now? And I'd tell them I'm a pastor and it usually took three to five minutes for them to recover from that news. <laughs> and uh, but it was an opportunity to continue to to build relationships. And so I don't think I, that we should take that for granted, right? That, uh, that we make an impact in the communities. There are opportunities for us to affirm and acknowledge and appreciate those that we work with in the community. And, and it holds special meaning when, when folks offer that to us. It's encouraging and it helps uh, sustain us when we need to, to fill our tank a little bit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's, that's one of the places I, I, I find rest is in the community, right? Because um, <clears throat> often those interactions don't come with any expectation or any baggage or, you know, anything. It, it's one of the places I feel like we, we get to be our, ourselves fully, um, even more so than, than the church, because there's always kind of a hovering thing for a little bit as people get to know you. And uh, yeah, that, that appreciation and that you know, that's just that space that our communities provide in that way. One to, uh, you know, let us in and accept us for who we are, but then to, to run with us when we bring crazy ideas about, you know, feeding people and <laughs> reaching out and doing different things. Uh, it's such a beautiful way how those, how the church and the community intersect in that way as, as we get to know both of those spaces. And uh, like I said, the energy and the rest and the appreciation that we find from, from all of it. Uh, at various times. Well, and I think I think Mark nailed it on the head about being in the community, um, and I think that that's key to anything we do, whether it's you know um, you know just being present um, and that unanxious presence. And, and I say that because I actually had an experience yesterday that was kind of um, they knew I was available because they had uh, they were in the community and they knew me in the community, and they said, "Hey." can you come out to the hospital? Um, need you to come pray with somebody. They don't have a pastor and the family really wants someone to come and pray with them. And can you, are you available? And, um, you know, that wouldn't have never occurred had they didn't know that I was in the community. And I think that that stuff is, um, vital and, and just hearing, you know, the family, you know, just so deeply appreciated me just dropping what I was doing and showing up. And, um, you know, I think that our, it goes back to what I said earlier about if we can care for our community and our, and our congregations, you know, if, if that's a reciprocal thing, like we share, we share that experience. Um, I think we both, uh, you know, both sides of the, the coin uh, feel fulfilled in that and that there's a sense of, of care on both sides of the congregation and the pastor. As we're talking, I'm, I'm thinking about, uh, 
what appreciation means in in different seasons and i think we'd all agree that this has been been an interesting season over the last year year and a half um with how we've had to navigate what mission and ministry looks like with uh, things that are happening around us and so there's there's an extra element i think at play to be to be mindful and as as zach mentioned he and i work together at the the district level and so he has obligations in his community and in his church to uh to create space for people to to encounter god and experience the kingdom of god firsthand but also a part of that is is how we support and care for and encourage uh, the clergy that are in our particular area in our our district and i think there's an opportunity for us to be mindful in those interactions to start conversations by saying you know thanks thanks for all you do and to be uh to try to be available and and to be able to to affirm what our pastors are doing in the life of the church and and how they're navigating uh this interesting sort of time that we've had to switch gears in in some instances where we're fortunate enough to serve in our our conference with a bishop who's quite mindful of uh of self-care and of clergy care and how we care for ourselves and and boy not a not a cabinet conversation goes by without out bishop saying to us uh how are you how are you doing how are your clergy doing she's very mindful uh, of that and and very affirming and uh we're getting ready at a at a conference level she's getting ready to to send out a note to to make sure that churches are aware and i think that helps too right that the churches appreciate their pastors and care for their pastors but uh a little bit of a reminder i think is helpful uh with some tips or some ways to celebrate lift up and affirm pastors and so our bishops uh really good at that so we'll be circulating some of that that information uh to the churches in our conference and throughout our district and then part of it is just for zach and i to to be mindful and to check in and to to close our conversations by saying we know all that you do we appreciate everything that you do and we appreciate who you are and so for us to be mindful of that sometimes that's an element that we skip in a conversation right and and it's just not that difficult and so this month october uh, pastor appreciation month is is just a a reminder of of that and in most instances it's it's focused in october but my my experience has certainly been uh, throughout the year, the congregations that I have served have really affirmed and appreciated our entire family at Christmas with lots of food and gifts and uh, all sorts of uh, different things just to show their appreciation for us and and uh, certainly certainly never took that took that for granted. Absolutely. Uh, you know, you mentioned you mentioned Bishop, and and I'll I'll brag on you a little bit. Uh, both of you are very very intentional. One asking me about <laughs> if I'm tired taking time off doing those things, caring for myself. Uh, but the two of you, Bishop and 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 yourself, consistently ask my family uh, how they're doing. That's huge. 
uh, that's huge for them. That's huge for me knowing that, uh, it's, it's not just about me taking care of myself or doing what I'm supposed to be doing professionally, uh, but that there's this true care and space that Michael and the kids are okay, that they're getting rest, that, you know, uh, their needs are met as well. And that they know that they're appreciated because they have to put up with me on a day-to-day basis. And that's a, that's a big deal. Uh, and I know a lot of our, uh, colleagues and just pastors and friends and folks don't always have that uh, appreciation level as well uh, where they are. And so that's something I've been grateful for since moving up here. And I think that that's vital that it does. It helps that if the um, the top down in your system uh, speaks to it and models it. And I remember my first congregation when I talked about that with my second ed two, as a two point charge. And so in the in the um, other church, in the smaller church, the more rural church, that was a conversation I began to have with them. How do y'all care for your pastors? Uh, how have you done in the past? And that wasn't something that they had thought about. And so we had started that conversation and it, and it blossomed uh, by the time I left. They did an amazing job of tending to my family and myself. And um, But I also had, that, had a district superintendent that that was kind of his thing too, is to make sure that 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 is said. And, and I think when the churches hear it from outside of the pastor, it goes a long way. And that was, I think that was, as we, Zach and I were kicking around this idea to do this, it helps to have that outside help to hear that for congregations. You know, my hope is that there's some laity that hear this and like, how do we care for our pastor? Like, and really think about that and think about ways that they could do that. And it can be as simple, you know, like, you know, taking your pastor out to lunch, taking your pastor on a hike, taking him out to play golf. And, um, you know, because if you listen really carefully to your pastor, they'll tell you what they like and what they like to do. And if you pick up on those, um, you, you can find ways to care for them. And I think that that's huge. You know, like, um, you know, nothing means more to my kids than when people show up uh, to my children's cross-country meet or soccer games. Uh, and, and that means the world to them because it shows that they support them and they care for them. And I think that those little things, and it's manageable, it's doable, um, and I think we need to be reminded. I think that that's, you know, part of the reason of us doing this is to remind churches, like, hey, here's how this can happen, and here's some experiences. And, you know, Mark, we definitely value you for your time and coming on with us today. And uh, do you have anything else to share before we kind of wrap it up today? Well, I think just to say that what we've been talking about here in the last few minutes, just the the idea and the notion of a appreciating uh, families and, and how that, how that plays into it and, and the roles that congregations play in, in the life families where we're appointed as clergy folks to our churches, but we come with uh, uh, a family in many instances that, that makes sacrifices. And even for our single pastors, they have an extension of themselves that, uh, pay a little bit of a toll for uh, for this work and in this role, and so uh, I think that's just a valuable a valuable element to to highlight how how our families are are cared for as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, definitely agree to that. Yeah. So Zach, do you have anything to do before uh, say before we close? Oh, I got plenty to do before we close, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Mark. Thanks for coming on. Uh, we appreciate you and all that you do and uh, all that 
Julie and your kiddos do to support you and just to be uh, a beautiful presence in your life to, to make you get away from the office and go and play and have a good time. Uh, we certainly, certainly enjoy uh, and appreciate uh, you all as the, the Calhoun clan. Uh, you mean a lot to us. So thank you. Thanks for being on. And man, thanks for uh, being a long time, long time listener. We, Bet. Matt yeah. and I appreciate that. Absolutely. Love you guys. Thanks for the opportunity. Love you. Thank you. So we want to uh, point you all to the website at beardeddelogens.com. Uh, it's a great place to listen to past podcasts of things that we've talked about over the last five years of doing this. And then, um, you know, there is a shop button. If you need a pastor appreciation gift that will come in by the end of the month, uh, pick something up for uh, your pastor, even if they don't have a beard. Uh, it, you know, it'd be good for them to have some kind of bearded theologians mug in their uh, office or a shirt or t-shirt or whatever. Uh, and you can find all that at beardedtheologians.com. And so for the bearded theologians, I'm Matt Franks. Uh, I'm Zach Bechtold. Thanks for checking us out. First guys, I want you to subscribe and like this video and put that thumbs, push that thumbs up. Thank you for listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share on all social media outlets. You can check out old episodes and more information at beardedtheologians.com. Thanks for checking us out.